this is Copyrighteous, the micro podcast, where we chat about all things responsible creativity. Yes, that's my dog barking in the background. Hi, I'm Diana Gill. And today's topic came directly from a help desk ticket that we received from a teacher in our district this week. And I was excited about it, so I wanted to share. So the teacher asked that a couple of Google Docs add-ons be whitelisted so that students could use them when they were creating using um, Google Docs. And the purpose of this request and the point of the add-ons got me super pumped because it was a request for two services for students to use to add openly licensed images when creating. So in our Google environment, um, add-ons such as this are allowed for students on a whitelist basis, which means that only whitelisted third-party apps can be installed. So um, only once they go through a process of being approved and whitelisted can then students install them on their own. Add-ons, extensions, apps, any of those things, this is the system that we have in place for all of it. So if a teacher requests that something be made available in this category, it's evaluated and then whitelisted. Um, the technology department, um, sometimes a curriculum person evaluates it for student privacy, that sort of thing, um, takes a look at the terms of service and you know, decides if it's something we can make available. And we are always hoping to say yes. Um, and after an eval is finished, and it's much more casual than I'm making it sound, um, but if a tool is not recommended for student use, then the work to find an alternative starts. So back to this request. Um, the first add-on that re was requested was called Flat Icon. And this site claims to be the largest database of icons available in several different file types. And this was a new one for me. Uh, I hadn't heard of it or used it before. Um, it's an awesome tool, this add-on or this site. It gives images that are free for personal and commercial purposes as long as you attribute properly. Um, and it has resources to tell you what that attribution should look like, which is really awesome. Um, and if you do purchase a premium license, then you do not have to attribute. And I've seen this kind of system with a ton of different image sites. If you use it, however you use it, you have to attribute or you can pay for a premium license and you don't have to attribute. The second add-on that was requested is from the Noun Project. Noun Project is... You know, super popular. I've used it before um, as a web browser. Um, has the same kind of licensing structure. Use it and provide attribution or purchase that royalty-free license. Um, my son is playing monster trucks in the background, so that's you could maybe you hear that too. Um, it's nice and nice and calm here in in the Gill House. All right, so took a look at those two add-ons. Thumbs up. And then I was so pumped um, about this request that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go whitelist crazy for a second and add another one on just for fun because I love Pixabay. I talk about it all the time, and I never had thought to see if Pixabay had a Google Docs add-on. I looked into it, and they had one. So I added that one as well to the whitelist, took a look at the terms of service, all those things. And the Pixabay license, even the freemium, um, does not require attribution. So awesome. Um, super pumped about adding those three as options for students and teachers. Um, 
by the way, teachers can add any add-ons they want without going through that process. It's just the students that we do the whitelist thing for. So obviously, you know, using these things with students, purchasing royalty-free licenses, as I mentioned that, like, that's not something that we're having students do, obviously. Um, wouldn't recommend that for teachers either. You could use it for free um, and provide proper attribution, and that's the way to go. Um, so it's a great opportunity, however, to work with students for proper attribution. And I talk about this a lot, but images, my favorite way to approach the topic of protection of intellectual creative property through the use of images and showing students how to properly attribute. I think that's the best point of entry for this conversation. If possible, um, a couple other recommendations. Recommend having students use these services without registering. So we're not collecting um, identifiable information. And then flat icons specifically should be used through the Google app. So through Docs, because when you use it like that, um, it's not going to be collecting any additional personal data in that way. So my Google admins, you would whitelist apps and add-ons um, specifically in this way through the Google admin council. So hop into the council um, head to apps and then marketplace settings, and you would then set the settings so that you're allowing users to install only whitelisted applications from the G Suite marketplace. And then from there, press that add button, um, and then you choose the apps to whitelist. A couple of things to remember, however, when selecting a tech tool um, as a teacher, or if you're the person that works to make these things available, remember, read, that, read those terms of service. If you're a technology leader, please provide this as a support for your teachers and offer guidance. I look through those things all the time um, as a support for teachers. And if you don't feel like you have that support and you're in the classroom, take a quick moment at the very least to hop into the terms of service or the terms of use, do a control F for 13 or 18 or the word age to kind of see what the recommended use is there. Um, simple quick change you can make towards being safe with the tools you're selecting. And then secondly, if something isn't available to you in your district, it doesn't mean that a human is purposefully trying to limit your access to it. Just ask and ask and ask and talk to your tech department. And if something is available, that also doesn't necessarily mean that you should use it. So same thing. If you're not sure, ask. And if you feel like you don't have that support in your district, you got me. So you can tweet me. I love that. Um, ask me questions. I'll gladly read the terms of service for any of my friends. If you have any other awesome add-ons that help you be a responsible designer, please share. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for forgiving me for the noise in the background, if you can hear it. And uh, keep on fighting that good fight. As always, if you have topic suggestions, please share at hashtag copyrighteous. And tag me at Diana Argill. Have a great day.